the Playhouse and That's Not Canon Productions acknowledge the Yuggera people, traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn and work. We also pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Playhouse. How are you, Chels? I am good. This is the scene 12. How are you, Brooke? So good now. Woohoo. We're in for a fun day. I'm so glad to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> now you know that I do musical theatre. You're, you're a musical theatre girl now. Oh, We've yes. converted you successfully. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can go chorus shoe shopping later. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So let's just do a bit of quick chitter chatter. Oh, what have you learnt from my guests so far? Oh, oh, we're in scene we're in scene twelve right now. So we've had, I'd say over twelve guests because we've had a few couple of like few, a few extras in some of the episodes. But what have you learnt? Oh, too much to think of on the spot. I um, I've really appreciated how varied. The experiences are like we've heard in a few episodes where we heard from Madeline, who's a theme park performer, but we've also heard from like Josh Lyons from Short and Sweet, and then like Sam Klingner, the producer, Colin Smith. Yeah. Our, like our, what would we refer to him as? Like, yeah. Superstar actor. Yeah. We adore Colin. Mm. Can't speak highly enough of him. Yeah. I speak highly <laughs> enough of everyone. Like, I think it's, I've taken something from everyone. They've all got such amazing, varied careers. What about yeah. you? What? That's what I like about this podcast is that we speak to people from all aspects of the industry. Mm -hmm. Like we've heard from dancers, producers, actors, directors, writers. And that's just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) That is is so funny there, Brooke. (laughs) But no, we've been able to see so many artists from different areas of the industry. And it's something that we're not too familiar with, but we're interested to see what they're takers of how they work which is good well our next guest brooke Mm -hmm. has something something in common is he gold coast i (laughs) you can you can say that too i'm yeah sure go for it (laughs) excellent well um what i was going at is (laughs) that not only is he a seasoned performer who's trained worked and taught in australia new york and london and a producer of live entertainment but most wholesome of all, he is a music teacher we all wish we had running his own vocal studio. Some of his students have even got like record deals, uh, been on The Voice, and were in the Australian cast of Aladdin and Matilda. Oh, oh! so we're teaching, that's what we have in common, as well as Gold Coast. <gasps> yes. Now, founding 100%. Matt Ward Vocal Studio and Matt Ward Entertainment, our guest, have you guessed his name yet? Um... A Leonardo DiCaprio. Very close. It's Matt Ward. He's at a super trooper who certainly knows the name of the game. Ooh. 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 That's the name of the game. He already knows it. Mm. Ooh, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't catch, uh, not so subtle. <laughs> not subtle at all. He's got the Gold Coast thanking him for the music. <laughs> As his production of Mamma Mia at the Star Theatre landing in June. <gasps> I have a dream to talk to him. (gasps) Here at the Playhouse, we make (laughs) dreams come true and we're so excited he's take a chance on us. 
Okay, <laughs> we'll stop now. I don't, I don't stop. want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But we have to because we've got to talk to Matt. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go say hello. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Ward. Woohoo. Take a chance on me. Welcome to Playhouse, Matt. Hey, it's uh, great to be here. I'm really well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome, you're welcome. Now, we wanted to head straight on into the questions. I wanted to start talking about Matt Ward Entertainment, your company. So from from an outsider's perspective, you've provided countless opportunities for young performers to get a bit of a, a slice of professional performing experience. How did this idea and concept come to you and what? why are you so passionate about young people having these kinds of opportunities? Yeah, look, for me, uh, I guess for me growing up, uh, particularly on the Gold Coast, I was very fortunate to be exposed to uh, a lot of opportunities in, in the arts. Um, I was encouraged through high school from teachers to, you know, pursue and uh, learn and develop and uh, work in my craft. Um, and I guess going off overseas and then coming home, I discovered there was a big gap in the market. Um, well, this is what going back about 13, 14 years ago, where the opportunities didn't exist that I had when I was growing up. And for me, that was a that was the basis, the platform for my early development as an actor. Um, and now, I guess, moving into the producing side of things. So um, I, for me, that was the, the learning curve and the biggest, I guess, learning on the job. You know, you go to university, you you can hone your craft, but there's nothing like learning from the grassroots and from watching and, and being mentored or looking up to some of these amazing performers that I grew up with. That's awesome. Well, speaking of the shows, is there anything that helps you decide, you know, this is a show I want to be involved in, this is something I want to put on? Do you have a, a formula or a process? <laughs> uh, not really. Do you know, uh, I think I take a lot of it from what I get feedback because 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 I, I am a vocal coach and I do work with a lot of artists I, I do value their feedback of like what what are they looking for what do parents or um, the local community want to embrace um, so I guess I started from there that conversation I start the conversation and then um, then look it just becomes about opportunity of what what might be available rights wise what hasn't been done on the Gold Coast before um, and I guess very fortunate that some of those shows that we've started having an association with um, have been incredibly well received and we've had some amazing talent come on board for those. Yeah. yeah well, you kind of answered the, the next question was because you've had a booming international career as a performer. So what, what made you decide to come home to the Gold Coast and teach the next generation of young artists? For me, I think what drew me back... Um, ultimately was family. Uh, you know, uh, family's a big thing for me, um, friends and uh, networks around. I think being overseas, it can become, yes, you have a great career, be it on stage or for me, it was also vocal coaching around the world, but you just miss home. <laughs> you know, it, there's nothing like that support mechanism that you have here. And I guess what I learned overseas, it was invaluable for me to come back and pass on to, to the future generations back here. Definitely. Yeah. Now, speaking of helping out that next generation, we wanted to talk to you a bit about vocal coaching. What is something mm -hmm. that most people get wrong about singing, like a common misconception? That it's hard. <laughs> Do you know, <laughs> that, they, that, that, it's that, that it's complicated. I think what a lot of people and a lot of processes, they, they overcomplicate the, the, the technical side of singing. 
Um, I, I, I'm very much from a belief that uh, if you can speak and you're speaking clearly, you know, that there's no vocal problems there, that anyone can sing. And fortunately, I've been in a position that I've been able to help a lot of, a lot of singers overcome that problem and simplify it. Um, I think that's the easiest thing is being able to just break down the stereotype of, oh, you have to, you know, have this kind of voice or this technical side of it. How did you adapt your teaching skills as well during, we're going to call her Miss Coco <laughs> for the, the coronavirus. <laughs> the coronavirus. <laughs> so yeah. The coronavirus. So she's called <laughs> Miss Coco. She's called Miss Coco. Uh, so um, yeah, for the question, how did you adapt your teaching skills during Miss Coco or, and um, has anything changed as well? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, Miss Coco. I like that. I, I think I was in a I was in a fortunate um, place for two reasons. One, uh, I was used to teaching um, online anyway, so I, I've got a lot of clients in America and in Japan. So I, I was already familiar with the form, the formula of teaching and how you know the internet helps with that. You know, using Zoom and FaceTime to teach lessons. Um, and I myself, I still have lessons with my teachers who are based in LA. So that wasn't really um, an issue for me. I guess the main, main problem I had was convincing um, students and parents who had never been on, online before that you can actually have a lesson and you can still achieve the same results. Um, you know, as long as there's a good internet connection, that's possible. Um, then the second thing for me is that fortunately enough, I've been on the Gold Coast and... <laughs> Touch wood, um, we've been very fortunate with our COVID restrictions. So yes, we had to close down for a little while, but after a while, um, the confidence came back in the students wanting to come back. You know, we were doing social distancing lessons in you know bigger bigger studio spaces, uh, and then it sort of just came back to a little bit normality. Yeah, and you already touched on this a bit, but I thought it was interesting that you said, even though you're you're well and truly a professional, you're still taking lessons. Can you tell us a bit more about the why, why you believe it's important to keep keep that training going throughout your career? Look, I don't think uh, I don't think you ever stop learning. Um, I, I, I'm I'm a big believer in like I'm always educating myself. I'm always learning from people. I I look up to mentors, um, whether it be vocal coaches or producers or you know anyone I come in associated with in my in my field. Um, it's it's really important because you know the minute you don't stop learning, you sort of become a little bit naive. You become a little bit unaware of what's happening in the world around you like especially the arts and entertainment things change all the time and it's great to have your skill sets and being able to adapt quickly to other circumstances definitely so we're gonna do a sneaky transition to mamma mia the show of the hour (laughs) yeah so abba's music is timeless but why did you want to produce this show now why why this one (laughs) Why? <laughs> well, look, I, I guess ultimately we were doing it over a year ago and obviously Miss Coco had um, other ideas. For me, I, I loved Mamma Mia. I, I grew up with it, um, obviously the ABBA music. Uh, and then when I saw ABBA when it first came to Australia, like I fell in love with it. It was just a fun, lighthearted musical. Um, and I guess I resonated with it going, this is what... It hasn't. It hadn't been to the Gold Coast before. It's a timeless classic with the music. So, and I just think now, out of what we've all been through, it's about time we have something fun and a feel-good musical to go to, you know, in a few months' time. 
And something else that I thought was interesting about Mamma Mia is you've chosen to put it on at the Star, which is obviously like an iconic Gold Coast mm. venue, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. someone thinks musical theatre show on the Gold Coast. Oh, I'll put it on at the Star. What what drew you to this venue? Look, uh, on the Gold Coast, there's only probably two venues. Um, you have Hotter, which is home of the arts, which is where I've done a uh, majority of my shows in the past. Um, and then also the Star Casino. I guess at the time, uh, Star Casino weren't they went on like a different trajectory. They were doing more like concerts or one night events. Um, and they weren't really looking at the time of putting in long season shows. And it wasn't only until a, a change of uh, management came into play that a conversation opened up and they heard that I was um, looking at bringing this iconic show to the Gold Coast. And that's sort of the, how the conversation began. Um, and that was, that was over maybe a year and a half, two years ago now. And we would have been the first um, pretty much major musical to go back into the star last year, uh, which was really exciting for the Gold Coast as well. Yeah, and, and with this production as well, the, the casting of the role of Sophie, you've chosen a, a unique casting method. So can you walk us through the Sophie process and why you chose to cast this role in this way? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this uh, casting process we went down for uh, Sophie Sheridan. It's... For me, I, I wanted to tap into what I've seen on the Gold Coast is the untapped talent. We, we have an, an extraordinary amount of young performers and, and obviously that's my background in, in mentoring these up and coming, uh, hopefully superstars. Um, and I just went, let, let's try something different. Let's, let's find an unknown. Let's look around and draw from the community. And so we opened up a talent search with uh, Hot Tomato uh, which is our, our number one local radio station here on the Gold Coast. And I took the idea to them and I said, this is a concept I have, and they loved it. So, you know, we opened up to anyone could apply, any experience. Uh, obviously, you had to have be a certain age and be able to sing. And um, we were fortunate enough to have over like 100 applications come through. So they all submitted a video. Um, and then that was shortlisted to uh, top 19 who then ended up coming into our like audition boot camp uh, a, couple, a weekend ago. Wow. And that's crazy. And I think when this episode, this episode's going to go live on the 22nd of March. Do you think uh, by yeah. then you will have locked down a cast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So from the, on the 19th of March, we will announce the winner of the Sophie search. Ooh, so that's. So, and, and, and the full cast as well, which is very Ooh. exciting. Incredible. And I saw the photo that you yeah. put up on Instagram with the finalists. There are some familiar faces in there that I've seen from the community theatre scene. Uh, and then some people have never seen before. So I'm really excited to see how you cast this one. And it's a fresh new, fresh new look as well. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's it. And, but also part of the process is we're getting the Gold Coast listeners to have their say as well. Mm-hmm. And that's never been done before. <laughs> yeah. So... Which is exciting. So these top four are going to be, you know, put out for public voting and they're going to help us decide as well who they feel would be a fantastic Sophie for us. Definitely. Now with like young performers wanting to audition and be a part of uh, shows around, around Australia even, what is the most important thing a performer can do to make a good impression in an audition? Uh, what I've seen lately, uh, preparation, making sure they're prepared. A, a, a lot of them uh, do an injustice to themselves not being 
uh, prepared, like knowing their pieces offhand or, or going to, to a teacher or a coach just to get some extra kind of coaching to give them the best step forward in that audition process. Because as you're aware in auditions, there, there are hundreds of people going through, you know, maybe five roles. So um, it's about standing out, but also being true to yourself. It's about being you. I think that's the most important thing. Like we don't want a carbon copy of someone else. We want to, we want to fall in love with that person that you are, your unique talents and abilities and what, what makes you shine as, as an individual. Exactly. And through the like whole audition process, can you tell a performer will be easy to work with? Yeah, you can, you can read that with a lot of people straight away. Um, but a little inside gossip, a lot of people don't realise is that we sort of have people outside the audition room, you know, observing or checking you in or registering you in. So we, we go back to all our team around outside the room as well going, okay, so what were these people like when they signed in? Like how were they interacting with people around you know, the other auditionees, because that, that's, all, that's also important as well, because you're going to be working closely with these people for, you know, six, eight, you know, sometimes a couple of years. So you, you like to know that they, that they have a great rapport and a, a positive attitude as well. Now, <laughs> uh, well, something, something I really wanted to talk to you about um, was an event that I, I was in uh, early high school when this came to stage, but Pajamas in Paradise, it, it premiered at, well, at that point, it was the Art Centre Gold Coast. It wasn't Hoda yeah, then. <laughs> uh, but you yeah. were a leading role in that. And I want to talk to you about being a part of an original work, but specifically Pajamas in Paradise was so quintessentially Gold Coast. I, want, I would love to hear how that experience was for you. Just to throw 100, <laughs> 100 questions in at once. Yeah, no. Uh, look, that was the first time that I had was fortunate enough to... Um, originate uh, a role in a musical and you know it was written by um, John Michael Hausen and Peter Pine uh, who I had the privilege of, of meeting during the process as well uh, it, it was a, it was a lot of fun it was directed by a great choreographer and director Bartuccio, and it told the story of the Gold Coast back you know back in the back in the heydays during the pajama parties and uh, you know the the development and the excitement back, yeah, um, back that time on the Gold Coast when it was just becoming, you know, not a not a sleepy little town anymore. It was becoming like this iconic destination. It, it was like it was fantastic. The the music was all the iconic songs that you knew from the fifties and sixties. Um, you know, I think the fittest I've ever been. Um, I was told at, after the audition that I got the role that, you know, most of the show, Matt, you're going to have to have your shirt off and, you know, because it's, you know, beach culture of Gold Coast. So, you know, I started dieting. I was hitting the gym every day. Um, so I think I thank that show for, you know, showing me that, you know, there is a body uh, to be had under this 40-year-old physique <laughs> at the time. And I loved the Cory in that. I still remember there was a routine where they had all the girls on towels. Oh, it was like, it was like really cute. It was like beachy and oh, uh, yeah. loved it. Yeah, L- yeah. Little fetus me was like, I want to do that when I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> now, Matt do, you, <laughs> Matt, do you prefer producing and being a part of new work or in things you already know and love? Oh, both. If, if, look, if, honestly, if I don't, 
find a passion for it or there's no excitement for it for me, then I wouldn't do it. I'm someone who gives my heart and soul. Uh, I, you know, I, I put everything I've got into, into the projects I do. So I find if I can't relate in some way or find a connection, then I wouldn't, it wouldn't be successful because I, I, I wouldn't be passionate about that. Definitely. Do you ever get time where you just have to, where you just relax? Because <laughs> you're doing so <laughs> Go much. Go on a holiday, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going off to Greece. <laughs> oh, look, I do love a holiday. Um, and, you know, my partner, you know, he says the same thing. You know, it's like you, you're always on, you're always working. And, and I guess being, uh, I, I, I'm, as an entrepreneur and a, and a, and a businessman, and it's so, you know, working for myself, I've, I've sort of got to keep going. Like, I, I, I'm not in the luxury of having a nine to five job where I can take a, you know, a pay every week. Um, so I've, I've got to constantly be um, challenging and thinking of the next steps and, and, and planning. Um, but I love it. I, I really do. I love what I do. I, I feel like I'm being able to balance uh, everything that I have, my student base understand and probably love the fact that I do all these other, I've got different hats on. So, and, and, and they're all part of the community of, of what we're about as well. Now we do have a bit of a fun game to play if you would like to. Mm-hmm. So it's called, <laughs> it's, you're like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say yes or no yet yeah. until I know. It's called Tip Off or Rip Off. So we've compiled some of the internet's hottest vocal tips. And if it's a tip mm. that you agree with that you would share with your students, it's a tip off. But if it's a scam oh. or just absolutely do not recommend, it's a rip off. And then if you want to elaborate, okay. you can, but no qualms. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready to rock? We've got some, we've got some go. controversial ones. Yeah. Would you say? We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. So, first one, Jennifer Hudson, star of Dreamgirls, American Idol, Hesper Live, blah, 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 blah. She has said that she doesn't always warm up before singing. Is this a tip-off or a rip-off? Oh, this is a hard one. Um, look, I, I, I'm going to say it's a rip-off because I believe as, a, as an athlete, like a, as a singer, you're an athlete. You've got to treat your body just like an athlete would as well. So, I'm a big person of you should warm up and warm down before you, you know, uh, step out on stage. Look, it, it, some, some, I know, I do know some amazing singers who won't. Uh, they just get up and go, oh, and then they're warmed up, and then they can, they can sing. But I'm going to say rip off. Rip off from my side of things. Yep, and we'll take your word for yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll literally agree with you, whatever you say. <laughs> do you want to do the next one? Do you want to do the next one? Yeah, okay, cool. Alrighty, so <laughs> next one: thinking down to sing a high note. Right, thinking down. To think, yes, I agree. Yes, I'd, I'd say that's a tip off. Uh, I'm very much. I, I teach actually singers just to think, think the sound, uh, think it forward, forward and down, yeah, as opposed to thinking up, because then you end up straining for a high note if you're thinking it up. So she's a tip, tip off. off. Woohoo! <laughs> Our next one: using vocal yeah. fry to loosen the tension in your vocal cords. Uh, yeah. So vocal fry can be used. For, uh, for that, for, for actually rehabilitating a voice, um, but also it helps um, connect your vocal folds in a deeper onset, uh, especially for your chest register. It's also great for a female artist to, to find the real lower end of their, um, their chest voice connection. That sounds like a tip off so, to me. 
tip off. What was the question again? <laughs> oh, like to, to like loosen tension. I don't I, see. I, a lot of these yes. I copy yeah. pasted. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know about the science but behind them. It all depends. It all depends where it is. So um, it can be yes, but it can also cause tension. So it's a it's a balancing act for that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Can we meet halfway? Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. it's a trip off. <laughs> <laughs> a trip off. Because <laughs> it like puts the T and the R together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> all right, we've got one more here. All righty. So, the last one. There are songs that someone can sing and some that can't or shouldn't sing. Tip off or rip off? Uh, see, I'm a, yeah, I see, I, I'm going to say rip off, but I believe you can always find your own interpretation and version of a song. So, um, there are some songs, yes, you should not do, but also look at how, how you can safely sing them or change the key so it can become an appropriate song. I believe that you can always find a rearranging of a song or change the key to make it suit your voice. And, and hopefully at some stage, your voice will be able to increase and increase your range that you can sing those songs safely. I love that. I like love any that. song is possible. Yeah. You just need to find a vocal coach and a, <laughs> someone who can transpose it to another key for you. And as long as you're safe at the same time, yeah. <laughs> just be safe with your vocals. <laughs> That's it. And, and, that's, and that's ultimately, ultimately with singing, that's what you want to try to do. You want to be able to sing safely without the strain and constriction and, you know, no reaching for, you know, those high notes. Awesome. Now, Matt, where can people keep up with you and with Mamma Mia? Is there a website? Is there socials? So you can follow uh, Mamma Mia on uh, Instagram on Mamma Mia GC. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know more of uh, Matt Ward Vocal Studios, you can go to MW Vocal Studios on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And yeah, usually posting on our social media to be able to keep up to date and find out what the latest is happening. Perfect. And tickets for Mamma Mia, where can we get them? So you can go uh, to the Star Gold Coast website directly. Uh, you can go to Ticketek, they sell them there, or you can go to uh, Mamma Mia the Musical.com.au and purchase tickets directly from there. Incredible. You've got, you got plenty of options there. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining yeah. us today, Matt. We've... Cover, covering all bases. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for joining us today, Matt. We've learned so much from you, and I'm sure our listeners at home will, will pick up a lot of golden nuggets from, from what you've said. Really appreciate it. <gasps> Wait. Stop. Oh, no. no. We didn't ask the fun no, question. No, 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 no we thank have to you do... so much for having me. No, no Matt, don't yeah. go. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we have one more question. We're... Brooke forgot to ask. I forgot to ask the final question. <laughs> do you want to do it? That's okay. I'm sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> but no, um, we normally ask this question to all of our like our roomies as well because why not? But yeah, um, where do you call home? Like a so, physical place or where do I feel most so comfortable? So yeah, it's, um, it's up to your interpretation of it. You can either call the theatre space your home, you can call your own um, your own house uh, as okay. well. Yeah, yeah. But don't you give feel- away your address. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I live at, no. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think the most time I ever feel, the most time I ever feel comfortable uh, myself and at a place that I feel at home, always been the case for me growing up as well. Like I, I've been, I was able to find my home and my plate and my belonging on stage. So yeah, the stage. Oh, lovely. Incredible. I'll, I'll, I'll do a real wrap up now. Thank you so much, Matt. We've, we've had an absolute blast having you here today and we've learnt so much from you and I know that our listeners at home will have picked up a lot of 
juicy, juicy info and tips as well. Yeah, like amazing tips, especially like on vocal training and whatnot, no. because it's so yeah. important. And we'll see you at Mamma Mia. See you at the start. Oh, I look forward to it. See you at the start. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a while. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Playhouse PX. Playhouse, Playhouse PX. Playhouse. These are Playhouse PX. Oh, Chelsea, I just absolutely guarantee that we will have that song stuck in our head for the rest of the day. Guess who's got their playlist going on the way home today? Ooh. Abba. There absolutely. we go. Why not? <laughs> now, Mamma Mia really is the show that brings out all the classic dance floor tunes. And what better way to kick off the Playhouse Picks than with the show that we've been chatting about today? Matt Ward Entertainment's Mamma Mia hits the Gold Coast. And it's at the cast, Chelsea. <laughs> we were there just, just a few weeks ago to watch another show. Go and have some dinner there. Soak it up. Take it all in. Mm. There are so many opportunities to go and see it and get all of the songs stuck in your head for the rest of the week or perhaps your life. This mm-hmm. shall be the Gold Coast show that everyone will want to see this year. So make sure you hop on the web, grab those tickets ASAP. You want to go to star.com.au. Fetch your tickets, mate. Fetch your tickets and get one. So this next show comes straight from one of our previous roomies, Thomas Armstrong Robley. Ah, yeah. I was talking to him the other night, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about Jersey Boy stuff. Well, if you jumped onto his social media after you listened to this episode, you would already know that the legend himself has a show coming up at the Redcliffe Entertainment Center. Woo-woo. It's gonna be slick. It's gonna be vibey. And it's gonna feature Thomas's extensive blazer wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Live at Frankie's, the songs of Valley and Sinatra features a live band and is a high energy celebration of each man's signature vocal style and platinum selling music. Performing for one night only on April 16th, this is a night of toe tapping classics that you won't want to miss. So you can grab your tickets at redcliffentertainmentcenter.com.au. Alrighty, up next, calling all Ipswichians. I don't know if you like to be called Ipswichians. Is that a thing? Is it, that what they're called? I don't know. Ips, is it because it's got the CH? Would you say Ipswickians? Oh, that's I, actually true. Ipswichites or Ips, Ipsites? Or Ip, Ippies? Ippies. Yeah. Ippies. Ip, Ip you waved Ipswitch. Ip it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I am going to regret saying that. I don't know what Ipswich peeps are called, but we're just we're just going to roll with we're it. We're just going to go with it. We have a show for you. We love supporting all kinds of theatre here at the Playhouse Podcast, from cabarets to classical musicals, professional theatre, community theatre, etc., etc. And this Playhouse pick comes from Ipswich Little Theatre and is described as a comedy cocktail. Cocktails and comedy. Hello. That's already a good thing. You already got my heart locked and loaded. Their blurb actually reads, This delightful laugh-a-minute comedy explores the lives of four unique southern women, all needing to escape the sameness of their day-to-day routines when they are drawn together by fate and an impromptu happy hour. Am I a southern woman because I live on the Gold Coast? Technically, I did live in the South, in America, because I lived in Florida. Then you, then, yeah, that's your this I'm is a southern your woman. Cocktails, yeah. comedy and southern women. Hello, I'm in. This show is called The Savannah Sipping Society and it's playing from the 29th of April to the 15th of May at the Incinerator Theatre in Ipswich. Grab your tickets at ilt.org.au. Go for it, our Ipswich. Ips, what did we settle on? Ip, Ip, Ippies. 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 Now, I would like to call all Gold Coastians. <gasps> that's me. Oh, that's you. Actually, is that what you guys are called? Gold, Gold Coastians? Um... Oh, I think it depends on. See, or I would say, I would say Gold Coaster. Gold Coaster. I'm from, oh, no, you know what? I'd say I'm from the Goldie. Goldie is that yeah. better? 
Well, but you wouldn't call someone like, oh, you're a Goldie. Maybe you would. I don't know. Because I think I'm from the Gold Coast. I would never refer to someone from the Gold Coast as like a Gold, you know? Yeah, so I'll say Goldies. Julie noted, well, Goldies, <laughs> <laughs> here is an opportunity for you. For anyone who else who feels like doing a show on the coast, this one is for some of our older listeners. Now, our statistics shows that there are a few of you out there. Hi. We see you. We see you right there. <laughs> Tweed Theatre Company are holding auditions for The Red Plaid Shirt, which is a comedy all about retirement. Can't wait for it. Can't wait. It's going to be a bit of a hoot and calls for two male and two females of retirement age. So, all of my older roomies out there, go register for an audition. Just go for it. They will be held this weekend, so get in quick with your applications. You can register through tweettheatre.com.au. And that wraps up our Playhouse Picks of the Week. As usual, everyone, our details and also the details of the shows, they're all going to be in the show notes or you can hop on to the socials, Playhouse Pod on Insta or Playhouse Podcast on Facebook. We also have a website if you click on the Theatre House website, H-A-U-S. Sometimes I remember. Um, And then there's a little tab there for us. So if you hop on there, you can get the info there too. We're that special. We have a tab just for us. A little tab. How was that? That was groovy so as. Lovely. I like. I always have this little bit of pride whenever we talk to a Gold Coast duck. I'm like, you did it. You, you hit the big time. <laughs> you made it. Well Go done. The Gold Coast. <laughs> but no, it was interesting learning a lot about vocal training because not many people really realise, like people who like just watch theatre and whatnot, how much time and effort is for vocal training, looking after your um, your voice and everything like that. And like straight up, I haven't done a voice lesson, I reckon, in like five or six years. Oof. Which is too long. I need Maybe to get back into it. It's a hint to do it now. I actually think it is a, a good reminder for us all. Invest in yourself. Even if it's just an, like a quick warm-up. Just do oh. one of those. Like what, what's your favourite vocal warm-up? Uh, what is it called? Is it called the... Um, it goes... That was excellent. And you do a sirens, you go... yeah, yeah. yeah. You're too good at it, Dal. What's yours? Oh no! See, I should. I should wait, before I ask you something, I should figure out an answer for myself. I reckon um, there's one I'm not going to try to do now because I don't want to, yeah. and it's very <laughs> singing. But you know, like the Bella Senor one. Freya knows that she's nodding. How do you do it? How do you do it? It's like rhythmically, you like hold or for a really long time. Long time. It goes like Bella Senor, and you hold for ages. Oh. oh, oh. It's really like blah, blah, blah. I just did the worst job. At. Matt is going to be listening to this and he'll be like, Brooke, you need help right now. <laughs> I just want to clarify, I wasn't trying to sing that nicely. <laughs> I'm not warmed up. Now, we're going to wrap up, but we've got a bit of a guest Ooh. happening um, next week who will be, uh, what do you call it? She's come from away. Oh. To speak to us and we are excited to have her. Speaking to us in the studio. I can't believe she's going to come from away to speak to us. That's More specifically, she's coming from The Rock. <gasps> not the Dwayne Rock. Johnson, not Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. We should no. get him as a guest on the podcast. Hey, Rock. If you're listening, you listen? Dwayne, Dwayne, hit us up. <laughs> but I'm yeah, doing. is that a good hint? I think that was an excellent hint. Yeah, but hopefully you guys know that hint and hopefully do your little cheeky research, see what we got. But yeah. yes, we're going to... Wrap this puppy up and we're going to head off places and everything. <laughs> we're going We're going 
to do some things. We're going to go shopping. We're going to go to theme parks. We're going to go parking. <laughs> we're going to go parking. <laughs> Car parking. That's oh what we're going to do. Oh, God, you make me giggle. Oh. Well, everyone stay safe in the meantime and we'll mm. see you all. Well, we won't see you, but we'll hear from you. Well, I mean, we don't hear from you. But, but if you want if you, if you want us to hear from you, you know all the avenues, Theatre House website and our Playhouse Instagram and our Playhouse Facebook page. All we'd love to is there you. and all is love. And we'll talk to you next week. Well, and have a great week in the meantime. We will see you soon. Miss yeah. And see. Heck yeah. When was the last time you watched a Disney movie? No. When did you really watch one of their early movies? My name is Jen. I started re-watching every one of the Disney animated feature films recently, and watching them with a modern eye made me say, oof, right in the childhood. Join me every Monday to learn the history behind each of these movies. And then, after I talk about the history and trivia for that movie, I'll summarize and react to my experience watching it as a modern feminist. Every week, you'll learn something, you'll laugh a little, and you'll realize that your Disney steep childhood was rife with hidden sexism, racism, classism, ableism, and more. It really will make you say, oof, right in the childhood. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast.